The Singled Out Podcast is a Real Talk production. You can follow Real Talk at realtalk.productions on Instagram or email us at wearerealtalkproductions at gmail.com. You need to order some of what? Oh, some of the, what are they called? The zit thingies? Oh, the pimple patches. The pimple patches. Yeah, I, I tried a new brand this time and I don't like it. So before you order them, let me know and I'll tell you which <laughs> ones I don't like. Send me the link to the one that's good. <laughs> I'll try to find it. I've been breaking it out lately. Yeah? And it's stupid because I didn't really have that problem in high school. But all of a sudden, Adult the last acne, two years, man. I'm like, I'm breaking out all over. And by all over, I mean the T-zone. So not all over. So but, not all over. But still, it's really freaking annoying. And I don't know why. I think part of it is because I didn't have air conditioning in my car. For a really long time, and I spend a lot of time in my car. So maybe now that you have a new car... It'll clear up. It'll clear up. Maybe. <laughs> Report back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a follow-up segment on, on my acne problems. <laughs> I don't, it's what our listeners want. It's uh, what they deserve. It's like really. freaking annoying, though, because it's, it's like... It would almost be better if it was if there were more of them, but it's just like four or five or six like big ones. Like it's just yeah. freaking annoying. It is annoying. I think it whatever. I'll I'll explore. I'm really gonna <laughs> dig deep to figure out what this problem is and yeah. I'll see if the yeah. what are they pimple patches? Pimple patches. Yeah, I'll see if it works. Yeah. Yeah, I'll send you a link. Okay. Perfect. Alright, uh, welcome to Singled Out, where we give you the dirt on dating and the pros and woes of singlehood. Um, that might have been the most bored I've ever sounded, <laughs> seeing our tagline. We're in a weird place. And we're going to talk about that. We are. So, um... I mean, when are we not in a weird place? Yeah, but this is w- different weird. It I is I was going to say weird. weirder, but I don't know if it's weirder, it's just different weird. Yeah. Which makes it feel weirder because it's... It's mellow weird. Yeah. I Which doesn't know. doesn't bode well for no, a, for a podcast. For a podcast, but I think it's gonna be fine. We're we'll clever get us enough to make it work. <laughs> sure, hope so. Um, Real talk is our brand. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna kick off with an old favorite. Yeah, we haven't played this in months. Yeah, it's been a long. It's time. been months. Oh my that's gosh. my oh, long that's board. A long board. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's been a long time. I feel really good about it. Um, to shout out. Queen Taylor. Yeah. And new album, Lover. New album. It's been out for a week. If you haven't listened to it, you're wrong. It's all Alyssa's been listening to. Mostly, yeah. For the last, how long? Since it came out? I mean, well, I, yeah, basically. The last seven days. I haven't, has it only been a week? Yeah. I still haven't listened to the whole thing. I know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I know. I mean, I think about it sometimes, but every time I, every time I listen to another one, I just... I you don't even make break. I don't even make it through the first minute of the song. You have to just commit. Here's I make the it through thing. 15 okay, seconds I'm gonna tell and I'm you, like, I'm going to tell you something about oh, I will give you that. The intros of this album they don't come out swinging and so you it's like hard with several of the I songs. I am so to get sick into of it. her instrumentation. I'm so sick of but it. The I hate bridges, it. Bridges, every single bridge in this album is She like, is the queen of the she's bridge. She's the queen of the bridge. She and, always has and been. She Killed it, nailed it with all. I don't even know eighteen songs on this album. Okay, I'm gonna nailed go it. fast forward Just to the fast bridge forward to the of bridge every song, and that'll like, yeah. She is the queen of you. the bridge. I I have a lot of love for parts of Taylor. I just 
Just not for all of I her. I just ha- have a lot of hate for a lot of parts of her music, at least. Yeah. And her, maybe a little bit. Her, whatever, her brand. I just am so, I'm so sick of her, like, her robot sounding. Like, I don't like that sound on her. I yeah. don't like it on her. I mean, her. that's fair. You and don't have to like it. Everyone else seems to have just jumped on board with it so fast. And I don't understand why no one else seems to be like, where is our Taylor Swift? Everyone's just fine with the fact that she has singing robots as her, like... And we're just embracing the evolution. I don't like you the don't evolution. Have to. You don't have to. I'm just telling you. I just don't like that Taylor I'm the Swift only fan, one. We have just embraced the evolution. Like, where are my... Where are... Well, all the people who do not embrace the Taylor evolution, please stand up. <laughs> I would like to know who you are. Because I just, just... Emma just needs some solidarity on this. I so do! if you can help her out, great. Because the and whole universe seems to just be, like, like, so blindly following just whatever decision she makes with her music, and I just feel like we're better than that, and we... Sh- she's better than that! <laughs> it's all... Uh, it's just... The, it's just Taylor. It's I all I think that's what bugs me. I think lyrics. it's because I know she's better than this. Yeah. The lyrics, the bridges... The lyrics are good. Great. The concerts, even. the party. Yeah, I bet if I went to if a you concert, went to a Taylor concert, different. it would change your mind. I probably it's still wouldn't just, listen to the music, but I would. But it, she just like puts her in another, another level yeah, when yeah, you yeah. see her live. Like she's taking over the world, dude. It's a little she scary. She really is. It's, it's a impressive. little scary. It's impressive. Like Beyonce or Taylor, it's starting to be right. A you, little... Like you didn't think it, that you were going to put them on the same plane when you were listening to Teardrops on my guitar. You did not I... think. Even though I have way more OG Taylor than I have Beyonce on my playlists, but it's... But but Beyonce's like an entity, and you you just didn't think that Taylor was going to get to that level, and she has. Right, right, right. I don't know. I think you got to respect her for that. I do. I also am afraid of it. (laughs) (laughs) I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. (laughs) Right? That's it. That's really... Oh. All right. Okay, let's play okay. my current dating life as told by a Taylor Swift song. All right. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I do. Okay. It's a little... Okay. <laughs> I've debated a few of them. Yeah. I they're mean, all that's a, you should They're all it. her heavy one. I mean, they're all heavy a little. Anyway, whatever. Okay, the one I have chosen is back to OG Taylor, the one that okay. I like. Yeah, that's fair. I have picked a place in this world. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. That is like... Yeah. That is, you went all the way back. I went all the way back. You went all the way I back. I knew I could trust. I tried, like, I tried Fearless because I trust that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like that album, no, whatever. You went back to but Taylor Swift. But I was like, Swift. I know that the album Taylor Swift will not let me down. And yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, and it never does. No, it, it really never does. Never does. Yeah. So. Okay. Sparks Fly was a good runner up, though. Yeah. So you just combine those two songs. <laughs> you just read the lyrics to both those songs, and that's pretty much how I'm living right now. There you now. go. There a little go. darker than that, but, you know. Yeah. Um, mine is... I mean... I don't know. <laughs> like, okay, so I'm, I'm, gonna, oh I'm going gosh. with two, and I'm going with two off the current album. Um, and the the juxtaposition of these two songs... <laughs> Wait, I'm not going to know them. You're gonna not going to gonna know them, them and that's really a bummer for you. Okay, I'm just going to Google them real quick and that's you tell fine. me what they are. That's fine. Okay, actually, you put one in right oh now so I can gosh. read lyrics while okay. you're talking about um, it. So that I can but know. But it's... Um, 
Oh, I know this one. I don't even know how to... Then I'll type in the other one. Okay, okay. I don't even know how to explain how both of these fit in my life right now. That's part of the game. Do. You don't. You don't All explain. Right. So the two songs... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that I... The two songs um, that sum up my current dating life, I guess, if you can call it a dating life, are... <laughs> Um, I forgot that you existed, and death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> so intense. So, Which is a little—they do contradict each other. They totally contradict each other. Okay, so, so are there specific people? Oh yeah. Both of them. To, about different people. Okay, I was gonna say yeah. not about the same person. So it's because they're not about the same person. That's why they both exist. But both equally as relevant right now in your life. Those yeah. two people. Yeah, I mean. I, I don't can know guess that those two people are as relevant in my life because if I forgot that I existed right, right, as one right. of the songs, then he is no longer relevant in my life. But the fact that you forgot he existed is yeah, that's pretty as, relevant. Is relevant. To, oh, that's super relevant to my life. Can't wait to find out who that is. I know who the other one is. Do I not? I think you're wrong. Whoa! Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So that's okay. Can't wait for that. Yeah, I don't. Do I have him backwards? I maybe. Weird. I think you do. Whoa! I think you do. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Our listeners are so confused I right know! Now. I'm, my mind's blown. I'm reading Death by a Thousand Cuts lyrics right she now. She watched a movie. I, w- I wish I remembered what movie it was off the top of my head, but she watched a movie and then wrote this song about the movie. She did that about Speak Now, too, didn't she? Uh, yeah. The song yeah, Speak Now is based on... Yeah. The idea of a so movie, anyway, this is this You was, don't remember what movie? Uh, no, something on Netflix. I think it was a Netflix original. I dress to kill my time. I take the long way home. I ask the traffic lights if it'll be all right. They say, I don't know. Wow, that feels true. And what once was ours is no one's now. Woof. I see you everywhere. The only thing we share is a small town. You said it was a great love, one for the ages. But if the story's over, why am why I Why am still I still writing pages? pages? Saying goodbye is death by a thousand cuts. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. It's, that one's maybe a little too intense for what's, what actually happened, but, you know, it's Taylor. Sometimes you just work in extremes with Taylor. And also, even if the intensity is a little extra for this moment, whatever it is that you're talking about probably felt this intensity at one point. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise it yeah. wouldn't. Actually... This why do I confess things like this on the podcast? I don't know, but I was just thinking maybe we should like let's just. I mean, you don't have to give all the any details you don't want to, but you could if you wanted. I don't. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) Great. No, I was going to say this is. Someday we'll do an expose episode. Uh, Yeah, but not today. Not today. Not for a, a little bit, probably. Yeah. Um. But, um, this week was the first time I've ever cried over a boy. What? Which is weird, right? Like, in my 27 years of life, how have I never cried over a boy? Do you know how tempted I am to pause the recording right now so that you can tell me what's going on? No, it's, but it's, it's, but, like, now I'm good. I'm gonna need you to type into my phone. No, I'll tell you later. I really will. Just tell me the name! No, no, because you're gonna freak out. Well, that's great for our audience! Stop. Come on! No, I'm not doing this. Oh! I anyway, need this! I, I will tell you later. <laughs> I will. I'll tell you later. But I just... Uh, anyway. 
Okay. I'm um, okay. And I think part of that is just because, like, I'm growing as a human being, and so I'm letting myself feel things. Yeah, And yeah. so, like, anyway. That's good. Yeah, like, that was good. But I was also just like, huh. It's also the worst. This is a, this is a weird thing. <laughs> I don't cry about boys, this but... This is uh, the first time in your whole life. Whole life. Which, I mean, you know enough to know that that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I cried over a boy. Yeah, were you 26? No. Nope. Almost 27? And I, that's why I'm, this is crazy to me because I felt like I was old the first time I cried about a boy. I was like, I probably am a little old for this to be the first time I'm crying over a boy and I was not 26. Yeah, I was going to say, like, add, what, probably nine years to <laughs> whatever you were doing. <laughs> Uh, I actually do think, to be fair, the first time I cried over a boy-ish was because he told me that he was in love with me, and I was like, this feels weird <laughs> to me. And I, a little bit cried, but just barely. But I I think I was in college, which yeah. felt old. Yeah. That that felt like... Like you sh- like this should have happened in high school? Right. When everyone's crying over boys? Right. Yeah. Just did I wasn't 26. You're still not 26? I can't wait to hear this, this story. It's... Yeah, we'll save it. Okay. All right. <laughs> For right after this episode. For right after this okay, episode. Good. All right. So here's why this segment is great about what we're going to talk about tonight. That was a bad sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but accurate. Accurate to the brand of this episode. Oh my gosh. So we're going to talk about being in limbo. The like weird in between. You don't really know what's happening in your life. And... How you move forward and yeah. how to, like, move on. Or at least, like, maybe we don't know how to move forward because <laughs> otherwise that's what we would be doing instead right. of talking about it. but instead about of talking it. about... But, I, but Limbo's so relatable, I it's think. It's so relatable. And so, yeah. at, at the very least, we can all just commiserate together and sit in it with each other. Yeah, yeah. Via this episode. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I kind of feel like probably a lot of this isn't even going to be about dating. <laughs> I wonder. No, I... Yeah. But Which I... Is, I think... Which I think is fine. I think it's fine. Like, it relate like everything. It's relevant. Yeah, it's, it's all relevant, relevant. But like, okay. So describe. Okay. So okay. So Emma asked me <laughs> why I was feeling why I'm in a weird place. Right? Was that yeah, the question? Yeah. Like, because why we, I walked into this room and collapsed on this bed. Yeah. And our first exchange was I'm in a weird place. I think we me said too. it about the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so that's pretty much all we know. Yeah. About. And so then. Emma said, why are you in a weird place? And I said, because I have absolutely no direction in my life. <laughs> Which feels... Let me tell you how good that feels when you just finish your master's. <laughs> so good. But also, isn't that super normal? Like, I don't know. If anyone else has their like, master's degree, will you please tell me if this is normal? I mean, that's like the joke of the internet. Is that like, as soon as you finish college, that's when you lose direction. Right. Right. Because your direction was college. Was college. Right. And so I just... Like, I don't know what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, I know I love what I studied, and I know, like, that's great. But there's not really a career in that field where I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. And that feels very weird after I just spent the last eight years of my life and tens of thousands of dollars on this thing. You know, like... So, if you... Okay. 
you had a couple plans. Yeah. Like, you had a couple... Just, oh, even after, because mm-hmm. you've, you've been in a weird place for a while about this, right? Yeah, yeah. And I know that there have been a few times over the last few months that you're like, okay, I'm actually thinking about this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pursue this, see what mm-hmm. happens. I'm going to pursue this. Yeah, and it's like every time I pursue that and see what happens, pursue this and see what happens, interview at this job, see what happens, it's just like... You hit a dead end. Yeah, and that's like super frustrating, but it's also... an answer you know what I mean like in a lot of ways like in a lot of ways I just have this list of a million things and I'm trying to narrow it down yeah and you know and so like as long as I'm crossing things off the list I guess that's fine but like now I feel like my list is at zero so you currently feel like there is nothing that you there's even a dead end ahead of you right yeah like like I'm I'm not moving so this is the truest this is the truest form of limbo and okay and because I think a lot of times we feel like we're in limbo when we're hitting dead ends yeah yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is ironic because when you really think about it, yeah, that's a, it's a version a, of limbo, sure, sure, sure. but you're also getting a lot of information yeah. that way. And I have decided in this truest form of limbo that what is best for me in my life at this point is just to sit here. And that's the hardest that part. That is the worst! That's the hardest part is that... I can't do it. I, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm doing it. But, like, it's it drives me crazy as I just sit here and I'm like, I, I have no direction. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know, like... So, you just... And I'm just... But I did this after my undergrad, too. But at least then... And see, we're just talking about school, not even dating. But yeah. it's okay. But it... We'll, we'll, I think we'll get there. We'll get there. It's relevant. It's fine. So, when I finished my undergrad, I knew I wanted to go to grad school. You know what I mean? Yes. And so, like... Even while I was sitting in this limbo of I don't know what I want to study in grad school or where I want to go to school, at least there was, like, eventually that's where I'm going to end up, even though I'm just going to, like, sit and be for a little while. Yeah. And now I'm just sitting and being, and there's not, like, a, eventually this is where I'm going to end up. Right, right. And so I can sit and be for a little bit. Because you already ended up at that place, or because that, you changed your mind about ending up in that place? Because I don't know what the place is. So the place that you pictured before. The places that I've pictured before. You no longer want those ones? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, at least not, not enough to do anything about it This is so interesting, because over the last few months, like, as we've talked and gotten to actually know each other, it's so weird to say that. The, and I, it's also interesting because I think, like, we connected in a time of your life where, like, this all of a sudden became super relevant. Yeah, super it's true. Clear. It's true. You just got, like, thrown into this right. part of my life. And, but it always comes down to the same bottom line for you, which is that you don't know exactly what you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. And you don't really know how to find out. But, I think yeah, in besides, some ways you know how to find out. Besides sampling everything. Right. You know what I mean? Which I've. But, but that extent. but you've done that and right. it didn't really work. Right. In fact, it almost so, did the opposite. And so now I'm like back to square negative five. Like I'm not even at square zero. It's like I took five steps back and I'm just like I don't okay. Know so here's know. my soapbox about this. <laughs> let's let's hear it. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen the eye roll. I don't think I'm felt like a real true compliment actually I'm not kidding I'm not kidding okay here is my soapbox about this is I think that a lot of times the instinct is to do this in the the opposite order that is actually effective where 
we do like sampling or whatever to try and figure out what we want because that will teach us about us but it really should be the other way around where like just sitting in it maybe means I need it oh like I having quality time with yourself how much I have learned about myself in the last month yeah yeah yeah. like it's been it's been hard yeah it has been so good and like because I think clarity comes about what you want almost automatically if you can understand yeah. who you are. Yeah, and so, like, I still have so many questions, but I am. I'm in this limbo, and I am choosing, like, actively choosing to stay in this limbo right now and to not do anything specific to move out of it, which is a hard choice for me to make. Yeah, because I think I'm, I would almost rather die. I'm a, I, I'm a, I move forward. Yeah, You know too. what I mean? Like, I, I move forward. Actually, and so this has been a hard <laughs> so, okay, so, okay, if, what, ha- I mean, you don't, I guess, don't, you don't have to answer this question, but what are some examples of things that you have learned about yourself in the last month that feel new, or at least new-ish, n- like, rediscovered or discovered? Um, I've learned that I... Like, whatever my, I mean, we're still sticking with career a little bit here, but whatever I choose for a job, like, um, I need to be making a difference in, like, yeah. individual people's lives. And I knew that, but it, but it's, I don't know how to explain it, but it's different than what I thought it was before, or, like, that definition of making a difference or influencing people has yeah. changed in the last little bit. Because you could argue, I go to work for a physical therapist every day, and I'm helping people every right. day. And, like, that's that's a good thing that yes. I'm doing. But it's, that's not enough. That's not the way I want to help people. Like, I want, I, I want to help people change, and I want to help people find the tools to, like, change them. So, so does that make sense? H- like, how, in what way? Do you know? Or just any change? And that's, see, and so we're, we're figuring out the answer to that question now. Okay. So, like... Obviously, my degree is in kinesiology. I would love to help people figure out not only how to take care of their bodies, but why it's important to them to take care of their body. Because I think yeah. as soon as you figure out for yourself why, wh- like, I know for me, for Alyssa Dale, why it's important that I take care of my own body. But I think for every person, it's different. Yeah. You know? And so, like, it's it's deeper than just let me help you work out. You know what I mean? And that's just one example, but so like I don't know. you don't like the idea of being a personal trainer no, because it feels because, yeah. too impersonal. Yeah. But you would get to decide your own brand of that. Yes. Okay, yeah, so and so so we're we're exploring like can I take this existing thing and right, manipulate and, it into right. something that I'm okay so with. So how did you figure this out about yourself? This that, you know, this idea that you have to be spending your time investing in something that allows you to contribute to an individual experience and fulfillment. The individual experience and fulfillment of someone else. And that's where you find your fulfillment. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, how yeah, did, yeah. How did you figure that out? Um, honestly, I don't know. Like, it's... I think it like it started with I'm I'm not fulfilled in my current job. Like it's fine. It's a job. Right. I got to go work with people and help people and that's good. But 
I think it just started with like, okay, if I'm helping people and that's still not enough, like what would make it be enough? You know, or what, what are like, cause I have moments at work where I'm like, oh, that was like, that was great. Or conversations with patients where I'm like, yeah, that was really good. And so just kind of putting all those pieces together, like, hey, what was it about that conversation or about like this interaction with this patient that made it different, that made me like that and appreciate that more than like what I do all so, the time. So, okay, so then what is something that, okay, what's something else that you've learned about yourself? Um, <laughs> this is not where I wanted this episode to go. <laughs> I just feel like... Hey, world, here's everything I've learned about myself in the last month. Okay, but I feel like the limbo, like, the only, almost the only thing you can do in limbo is self-discovery. That's almost the only thing you can, when, when you are in limbo for a reason, there's really no way out, it's a matter of time, the only thing you can do to feel productive in that is 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 self-discovery. Or, yeah, or self-improvement. Right. Or, which, I mean, they go hand in hand. They go in hand. Yeah, they go hand in hand, for sure. And I think, too, that limbo provides, it's, like, people talk about a mission, like, a mission is such a blessing, it's the only time in your life where your only reason is to just, like, focus on Christ and that's it. Yeah. And, like, without any other distractions. And limbo is almost the, the same. Like, it almost serves a similar purpose sure. about yourself. Yeah, because there are fewer distractions. Right. Yeah. And so I think, I don't know, and I think it can be also relevant to dating. Yeah. As we, like, finish the thought process. Yeah. So... What's something else I've learned about myself? Also, I mean, because I think our audience witnessed some of the self has witnessed some of the self-discovery which is another reason why I ask because I think well they like I I feel like I have as we've recorded especially learned yeah no no no, I've process uh with myself with me yeah like watch you like figure things out like there have been several episodes where you've been like hmm this is an interesting experience I'm having right in this moment right um if I was better at writing things down, then I would remember them better, but it's fine. Um, Let this be a lesson to all. <laughs> Write things down. Another yeah. soapbox I won't get on. I'll just say that I have it. Um, a lot of... Uh, I, I've learned or relearned or re-emphasized like, how important family is to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Yeah, that's been a big one. That's been actually really relevant in, I guess, to my dating life. Like, in my not knowing, in my feeling like I don't have a direction, the one thing I know I want is a family. You know what I mean? So, yes. like, that's been that's been helpful, too. Um, this doesn't answer your question, but I was with a friend on <clears throat> Saturday, and we were talking, um, and he was kind of like, I honestly, like... Do I even want to get married? Do I, like, is that something that I actually want for myself? Or do I just want it because I'm supposed to want it? Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And I um, actually had that realization about myself um, several years ago. I just remember being like, do I actually want this? Like, am I dating just... How old were you? Uh, I think I had just graduated from BYU. Okay. Um, I was like, do I actually want this? Or do I just want this because I'm supposed to want Yes, yeah. you know what I mean, um, and I wanted to want it, yeah. And because I wanted to want it, I've spent a lot of time in the last few years 
working toward wanting to want so a you family. do you feel like you didn't actually before there was a time when you didn't <clears throat> um i don't I don't know that I would go that far and say that there was a time when I just like wanted to be single well I think and, like, there's a difference between but, like, wanting to not have a family and not wanting to have a family sure do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah okay um like do you feel like it was actually something that you had to work to put some work in to really want or, at times or you yeah discovered I, mean, a desire? I, I think I think even now now that I know that that is something that I want and like I'm confident in that I think I still go through phases where I'm just like, yeah. this isn't even worth it. You yeah, know it I mean? wasn't until very recently that I either realized, discovered, or decided that I did want that. Like, yeah. very, like, yeah. last year and or I two. And I think that's important. I've never really, like, for, my whole life, I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just think that's important. Like, there are things that, I mean, I guess we can get a little, like, churchy, but there are things that we're supposed to want, right? Or totally. things that we're supposed to do. <clears throat> and they have a they take on a totally different meaning and like uh, they become more meaningful or more personal um when you actually decide or that that is something that you actually want yeah. rather than does it has it put more like have you felt more pressure in your dating life after no, having made that discovery no i think i feel less okay why because or how because when I was just supposed to want it, I felt this, like, obligation. You know what I mean? Like, I'm supposed to get married. I'm supposed to have a family. So that means I have to be doing X, Y, and Z. Okay, so, so it was more, it was like there, before when it was something that you were supposed to want, that meant that there was a right answer and a yeah, right way to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And, and, like, and there was a, um, I don't know, but. It, yeah, it was like a checklist more. Yeah, you know, it was like, like a it was, uh, like a protocol. Yeah, yeah, like I'm supposed to get married <clears throat> Which someday. Which implies that there's so, a wrong answer, right. a wrong way to do it. Yeah, and... I'm supposed to get married someday, so I'm going to do all of these things so that I end so up there. So how know, long like... ago do you feel like you came to the conclusion confidently that that's what you want? Um, I mean, it's I, that's hard to say. Um, but I think I rediscover that over and over again yeah like now that I've come to that anytime I like not anytime but lots of times I'm having just a quiet moment with Jesus yeah it like comes back to me like okay this is this is actually I can be in limbo because I know that that's the end goal yeah um so like most recently yesterday morning like yeah you know but the first time a few years ago so there's like a billion different directions. I <clears throat> We're good. good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> um it's ironic now to me in my life that like I have some friends that have been really close to me over the last few years that have watched my evolution of mm-hmm. like eh, like I don't really know like I'll do it. I yeah. know for sure that I'll do it. Right. And, like, I won't resent it even, but... But is it actually... I'm not in a hurry, and would I really do it if I didn't know that I needed to? Right. And, like, it didn't feel like a chore to me. Like, it kind of sounds like it It felt like a chore to you every once in a while, at least. And like, yeah, totally. It never really felt like that to me, but it was just kind of like... It felt like 
a little looming, like it was a little bit threatening, but I don't know. But I just, I question whether or not that was actually something that I would want in my life if I hadn't been raised the way in that the belief raised, yeah. that that yeah. is why I'm here. And I don't doubt that for a second. And so it was never a question whether or not I was going to. And I wasn't, I didn't resent it at all. Right. But... It was like but I like was me as a human was that yeah I was falling through with an obligation and mm-hmm. and that I don't know I think my personality that alone gave me fulfillment so it didn't feel unfulfilling sure but the last year or so mm-hmm. year or two because of I don't know if it's just because of dating trauma or whatever but I am very much the opposite now where I am like almost constantly on the verge of a breakdown the last year because mm-hmm. I all the things that used to maybe I've talked about this before but bef- okay up till about a year ago yeah. I had like a lot of different versions of my life like you were talking about with your career like all these things that I could possibly want and that could make me happy. Basically, I had the exact same experience that you did. Yeah. Just about my personal life and not about my career. Sure. And about a year ago, I had an experience that literally overnight, all those possibilities vanished. And I could no longer picture... Like, my life just felt like one black hole. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted... Well, there was one thing that I really wanted. And nothing else felt... Like, it was that... No, I didn't even care. I didn't even care. Things that I had, like, spent my whole life wanting and picturing as a future for myself and felt really great about it and lots of different options, lots of different versions of that. And overnight, they disappeared and Mm -hmm. I just wanted one thing. Yeah. And that has never... It never really went back. Like, it... I recovered enough that I, like, am now able to explore different versions of that one future but the ones that disappeared have never come back and I don't think they're going to yeah and that is very very it was a very big identity crisis Mm -hmm. and I think Mm -hmm. friends who've been close to me over those over that evolution and over the years they a lot of them don't even really know like how to help me like they're very supportive but they don't really know how to support me because I think it kind of threw everyone in my life off a little bit to like all of a sudden Emma's like having a breakdown over getting married and having a family which is like not ever something I think anyone thought would ever happen to me and so that alone puts me in a limbo because now I'm like I don't know and like again we talk about this all the time you can only control so much of that future like mm-hmm. a career you pursue a career like you get an education you have a you make lot career more control choices. you have a lot more control right. over that outcome and now so all of a sudden it's control, like a lot right more. not complete yeah. control we don't really have complete control over anything except ourselves right. but probably 90 percent in a career you probably control 90 percent control a lot of it of yeah. your pursuit of that at sure. least oh yeah and at most you control 50 percent in this in context and so it just yeah. put now i'm just constantly in limbo now that that's how now that that's the investment that my life yeah has made mm-hmm. now I've like committed to just living in limbo until that comes and I never thought I would be that person yeah it's a very strange thing yeah. for me to have to work through yeah that's weird 
It's hard. So, okay, so... Oh my gosh, there's so many things. <laughs> okay, so... In dating... Yeah. I know we're gonna stay vague. That's alright, ask me what you need to ask currently, me. Currently. But, yeah. what is your dating limbo currently? Um... I just feel like I have exhausted all my options. Okay. Um... In a way that you need to go back and reevaluate ones that you've turned down or no, that you just have no way to that I, that, move forward. That I don't I don't know where else to look to move forward. But you don't question any decisions. I don't question any made. decisions I've already made. Okay. Is um, that better or worse? It's better. Okay. I'd rather be confident in that yeah. and just feel a little lost moving forward. Yeah. And yeah. Than question every decision I've ever made. Um but yeah, I guess I guess that's the limbo right now. Is it's like I don't like now that I know what I want. Now that I know for sure that I want a family, right? I want to get married and have a family. Then it's just like, well, that's great that you want that, but uh, where do you think you're gonna look to find that? Right. You know. And well, so that's I think hard. part of it is that that's only the first step of of that desire. Like you know that you oh, want it, but right. like. Right. Like, the thing we've talked about a lot is, like, in dating specifically, yeah. what, like, you know, you want an end game now, but what but do you what want? But what do you do? What, yeah. yeah. What do you... Like, what do you want that end game to actually look like? Sure. Like, who, what kind of person do you want it to be with? Yeah. I think that helps a little bit. hmm But this is, is this, re- like, how recent is this that you have come to the conclusion that, or come to, like, a... Uh, like how long have I felt like I'm in limbo in my dating life? That how long have you felt like you've exhausted like your options? <laughs> years. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I really do. But like, but, there's been enough excitement on the dating front for you right. recently. I mean, is excitement the word? I um, would say excitement <laughs> is the word. Okay, great. Um, it's and so. Like, what was that if you had already came to the conclusion that you've exhausted all your options? But that's, So that's the thing, though. That's the thing with feeling like I've exhausted all my options is I, I'm in this cycle. And it almost makes the limbo worse because it's like, you're in limbo and you've exhausted all your options except for, oh, no, no, you haven't. Except now you have again. And no, you haven't. And now you have again. And so it's just like... So you're, all spinning of the, in, you're not just in limbo, but you're spinning in circles. Yeah. And so it's like all of the in-betweens just feel like completely hopeless. Okay. Let's just, yeah. Let's sit All in the in-betweens feel hopeless. I am the queen of the close call. This is, yeah. this is, let me just. Oh, mine aren't even close calls. Mine just like last eight seconds and it's fine. So this is very different like, for us. I just, well, I feel like it's almost the same thing because it's like, it is worse. It's worse to have like something on the radar that turns out to be nothing than it is to just have nothing on the radar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like <clears throat> maybe it's more extreme to be having like I don't know att- like actual attempts that look like they're going to work out and then they don't for a reason that no one can explain. Like sure. maybe that's a more extreme version of it. Sure. But I think that's I can never decide if that makes the limbo better or worse because at least I feel productive when that is happening, when there's something on the radar, because there's at least something right. for me to react to, right, like right, it's right. not numb, mm-hmm. but is it worse to just constantly be on a roller coaster about it and to be having high highs and low lows and then like, you know what I mean? Because um, it's like you, I can't, I, sometimes it's like, I can't really figure out how to do this limbo yeah. thing because I keep interrupting limbo to like, 
get distracted by something else that turns out to not to not be anything to just else. be in limbo except anyway. That, except the, the I think that's I think that's dating. You know what I mean? Like boo. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Dislike. That's fine. But listen, like, if you don't have those experiences, if you don't have those, like, tiny blips of excitement along the way, then how do you know what it feels like? How do you know what it I looks guess, like? How do you know what it... I'm an investor. Like, I cannot I... be casual. And so when right. that happens, it's like, my oh, instinct is to it... make an investment. I think it hurts worse. I think it hurts worse. I think that I... But I think in the... I think... In the long game, we have to have all these experiences along the way to help us know what it's supposed to look like in the end. I think my problem is that I rarely come out of those experiences with more clarity. I almost always come out of those experiences more confused than I went in. Yeah. Which I think is the opposite of what's supposed to be happening. Yeah. I think that's the opposite of how it works for most people, which is what you're saying. Like, you're supposed to come out of those at least with more clarity. Like... You're able to better recognize things or, like, I want, the things between, I need. Yeah, between feelings yeah. and understand, like whatever. Like, okay, yeah. what information can I take from this? There's an there's an input of information at least that I can like plug in somewhere to use later. Right. Some puzzle pieces, like right. that I got handed that I can add to the puzzle. And I almost always feel like every time I come out of that, you just have more questions. The puzzle has totally changed. <laughs> new pieces it's a different puzzle than when I left and is I'm it like, because you're different after the experience um I think partly like partly maybe I'm discovering things about myself sure especially recently sure but I also think I come out more and more traumatized I think I'm more traumatized every time it happens because I'm the queen of the close call because here's how it works for me is that it's like all of a sudden there's this prospect it looks like it's very real it looks like it's really like serious to or that serious as far as potential potential okay and that there's no really foreseen reason why this wouldn't work out at least as far as getting like whatever one way or the other and then right before it lands and i'm not talking a proposal i'm talking just the relationship actually getting to the part where you have made a commitment to each other the road to there always looks like it's, it looks like Mesa Riverview, where, like, <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. Like, nothing about it is anything you can follow. Like, it's stupid. Sure. And then and then right before, you're like, oh, my gosh, I finally found Chick-fil-A or whatever. Then it's like, oh, it's closed. That's... <laughs> 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 So friend. glad that got there. That's exactly That's what it feels like. That's your best analogy, like. yeah. Like I, I mean, now like I understand that m- m- that shopping complex better, but like for a year, it was like I can't. Where am I going? <laughs> like you just, and even still now, like if you're not going to the there, same place, I'm like, like, what are you doing? No, like yeah. and I, I like can I know which direction I should be going, so I'm moving in that direction. But I just guess every time. Like yeah. I still don't really understand what I'm doing in Mesa Riverview, and I literally feel like that. I feel like I'm lost in Mesa Riverview, and I'm just guessing and driving until I find the right thing, and it takes longer than it should, and it's so anxious because it's like I have no idea where I'm going. I have no idea, like whatever. And then I finally find it, and it's closed, like every single time. Yeah. And so it just it's it's more and more traumatizing, especially because. 
I've already made an investment in Chick-fil-A right. at that point. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I already you, know that that's, that's where you were going. I'm I'm craving Chick-fil-A. That's what I want for dinner. And then yeah. I like go through all this pain and all this whatever to find out that they closed right before I got there. It's not yeah. even like it was always closed. Sometimes it was and sometimes it's like they saw me coming and locked the door. Like yeah. that's what it feels like and I think I'm going insane. Like I think I'm starting to lose my cuss word (laughs) like and so I feel like every time I'm just more and more confused because it's like I try to go at a different time it's like okay well they were closed last time so I know I have to go at a different time this time as I'm trying I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and And it just never lands the same result every time and I cannot understand why that happens and no one in my life can explain it like there's no explanation for it and so I I just I come away more confused, always, always more confused. Yeah. And I feel like, especially because I do know what I want. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right, right. And I don't think I'm wrong about that. And every time I've tried another place, I've just been just more and more Chick Fil A. I've more just been validated in that. Yeah, this is this is every all I time. Want. Yeah. Like maybe it's more accessible. Like McDonald's is open, but who would choose a McDonald's chicken sandwich when you can have Chick Fil A? Right. But Chick-fil-A is closed, so do you just, do you just have settle? McDonald's? Right. At least for now, till Chick-fil-A opens again? Right. And what if it never opens? Yeah. So then do you just have McDonald's for the rest of your life? Like, I don't know. And that's where I am right now. Yeah. So. We actually, I mean, it's very interesting because our our roads don't look all that different. Yeah. You just invest and I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. You I'm know like, what I yeah. mean? Like, like, the difference is you come out of those situations hurt and confused. Yeah. Yes. And I just come out of them like, well... Which is worse. On to the next. I honestly do not know which is worse. I don't know which is worse either. I was actually just talking to your sister about this. <laughs> okay. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah, we were like, I... About we, how different we are? Yeah, then this, like, in this thing specifically. Like, which uh-huh. is worse, to get so invested so fast. Yeah. And end up hurt and confused. Yeah. Or to, like, never invest and just be like, well, I try mean, again next time. Like... I will say, you get called stupid a lot on my end, and maybe maybe there's still and I name get called calling picky on, on my end. end, right? Like you right. know what I mean. And I so, get called picky too because I know what I want. Because you want Chick Fil A, right? Because I want Chick Fil A, yeah. so it's like, well, why? Like just right, whatever. But I do like, and that's really that makes it worse because then it's like, there's part of you that's like, they really might be right, like yeah. Like, is it wrong to be investing that much? But it doesn't feel like that could possibly be true. Maybe it's unique. And I think maybe I don't, I don't it, I think think it, it makes wrong. me look pathetic. It makes me feel pathetic. And yeah. I really think it makes me look pathetic to other people. Yeah. But that's part of what I've worked through the last year is that I've just decided I have to choose for myself yeah. to process it one way or another. And so I'm going to choose to process it as a strength. Yeah, absolutely. And just know that it will come at a price and to not let other people tell me that I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like it might not make sense for everyone and maybe that's not what everyone does, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't. And I, I yeah. think I just have to believe that someday that will serve me. Yeah. And I do believe that. I do believe that someday, like however, when someday when I get through, when I, when you get finally to get to Chick-fil-A, open, yeah. that like I will have, I think a lot of, parts the parts of marriage 
that are difficult for people will actually be a lot easier for me because of that. Yeah. I think it makes dating really hard, but I think... Like, it'll make a relationship. In the end, I think it will make a relationship, a healthy one, at least, easier. I think that's a valid line of logic at the very least, like... Right. And so I think I just have to... Because I I mean, I'm a committer. Like, I'm an investor. Like, I'm not... My fault is that I won't walk away even if I should. Yeah. Like, I cannot. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I am working through my faults, which means I'm not making decisions quite so hastily. That's the, uh, that's the other self-discovery we've made. <laughs> is that we just need to slow down the decision-making process a little bit. Yeah. Or, yeah. And, and, so I, and so I have. And I'm working on it. And... On a scale of 1 to 10, how excruciating is that? Not... There are some not yet. There are least. some like versions of self development that are actually kind of fun. I yeah, think. I don't. At I wouldn't call it fun. Like... I wouldn't call it fun. Not not not. But there's not, like, fun this parts specifically. of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, just like uh, I don't know how to say this. I don't know. I think it's kind of. Fun. I know, but I don't know how to like describe this specific scenario I'm talking about. Oh, good. In like very vague terms. But like, which <laughs> 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 is the opposite of a description? I don't know. Ugh. I can't um, wait to do an expose episode someday when just like on my entire life. <laughs> just like on like someday when we record an episode where we where I clear actually, up all the vagueness yeah. that we talk about. But I, I can't wait. For I that. yeah, I've just decided that specifically in dating, my decision making process because I think in my life my decision making process has always been a little bit slower. Like, not slow, but I'm I'm gonna look look at options and mm-hmm. weigh whatever and, mm-hmm. you know, pick one. But in dating, I'm just like, yes or no. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's no time. And, and I've just given myself some time in the last little bit to make decisions. And it's making me more confident in my decisions. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't question things. So we're taking that for now. And we're calling it good. So, okay, here's my last-ish question. Sure, ask. Last-ish question. Love that. I feel... Okay. As far as dating goes... Yeah. Because there is limbo, personal limbo, and how that affects your dating life. Yeah. And then there's dating limbo, like, with a certain person. When you and a person are in limbo together... Okay. Have you... How often do you find yourself in that version of limbo? Less often, because I just decide yes or no super quick. That's why we're slowing down the decision-making process. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. So, not, not that I haven't been there. Right. Not that I haven't been right. in limbo with a person because I, I sure have. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not most of the time. But it's not most of the time. Yes, yeah, I'm the opposite. Right. I've, I've one, I, 100% of the time have been in a limbo. Yeah. Like, and it's not because... So stupid. I hate this. It's not because I can't make a decision. Usually, it's because they can't make a decision. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because but it, it puts but me it still in limbo. puts you in limbo. And there have been some times where it's I can't decide. Yeah. But I think. What do you? Okay, I I think we do need to talk about this because okay. I think it's do really it. important. Do it. What do you do? Like at that point, right. like when you're in limbo because someone else is putting you there, like. For someone like me, where I invest, and so it's not as simple as just walking away. I think a lot of people would be like, 
we'll just walk away. But it's like, okay, but they're entitled to their process. Like, yeah. if they don't know if they're working through something, like, I, why should I have to punish them by walking away? Like, I can respect their process. Sure. But it's also hurting me. And so is it just a mentality shift? Like, finding a safe place to be in somewhere in that limbo where... I don't know. Do I don't have. I, mean? I don't. Yes, I do know what you mean. I don't have an answer to this one. Um, I don't know. My gut tells me that it's just a lot of communicating from like both parties. Yeah. Where where you stand, where you are, where you are in the thought process. I think if we were all a little more open with that, it would take away some of the confusion of dating. Yeah. Um, I agree. I but, think. I think part of it is a, a soapbox I've stood on before where. If someone is asking for communication, I think it is totally unfair to tell that person that it's too soon for them to ask for communication. Sure, yeah. Or that it's unfair of them to ask you to communicate right. or to make them feel dumb for wanting communication. Right, but the like, person who asks for communication has to be okay with whatever with the answer whatever is. Whatever the answer whatever is. Whatever the answer right. is, but right. it's fair to ask a question. And I think that, but, but I think... If there's communication, I do think it helps get you out of limbo. So, like, if I'm asking for communication and the answer ends up being, this isn't what I want, yeah, I would then you rather that. Walk away. Then it's like, yeah. okay, great, then, then yeah, I, I know, know I can away. walk away. Yeah. And I won't even look back and right. that's fine because I know that you've made a decision, whatever, I can walk away and now we, we're out of limbo. Right. But, like, if someone is asking and you just don't want to answer because you think it's too soon for them to be asking, like, where this is going or, like... If you've been in limbo and it's like you've been, I like I just think, I yeah. don't know. I will say that like, there there was one person in particular that was very good to me about mm-hmm. being in limbo and that never ever made me feel dumb about asking for the communication. Yeah. Never made like, and even will even beat me to communicate it sure. before I even asked. Sure. Granted, that was still the most anxious experience I've ever had, <laughs> but not because of that. And right. I was very grateful right. to that person for... For communicating. For communicating yeah. and just telling, like, it's fine, like, as long as you are yeah. communicating. I will say that I think, like, obviously there's different versions of dating limbo. I think I'm in one right now, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm I'm very blessed because I'm... I am involved with someone right now who, in so many ways, is so, so good to me. Mm-hmm. But I, it's it's best for us right now to just, like, not, like, it's not in a serious place right now, which is the right call. Like, sure. that's where it should, it shouldn't be serious. Like, it's not, sure. it's not ready for that, and then we're not ready for that. Yeah. And it might not ever mm-hmm. be in that place. But more and more, that just starts to feel like another version of limbo because right. it's like, well, like yes, it's it's casual, but that goes against everything that right. I am, and I can never decide if that's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Part of me really believes that it's really good for me yeah. to like get out of my comfort zone that way and to just just be, just be, and to just let yeah, like allow myself to be with someone and to spend time with someone who like doesn't ask me to prove anything and doesn't sure. place all these conditions doesn't like mm-hmm. I don't know just takes care of me and is good to me and 
yeah. and is affectionate to me and mm-hmm. whatever. And I've never had that luxury before because I've always been involved with guys who have, for whatever reason, not been able to give that. And so yeah. for that reason, it's like, it's really good for me to just be in that place and to just let myself be cared about. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like, well, but there's also no, f- it um, it takes a lot of the fulfillment out of sure being involved with someone because it only there's like an equal amount of pros and cons and the pros are only relevant when we're actually in the same place together and then when I leave it just it feels now it just feels empty when we're not together and so then it's like maybe it's not better like maybe yeah I don't know you know what I mean and so Mm -hmm. now it's just once again limbo Limbo. (laughs) yeah yeah, if we knew how to get out of it. Uh, and I think get out of what it, this maybe. has come down to, like, almost the whole episode is that, like, limbo does serve a purpose. If you let it serve a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes there's a natural purpose to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think yours right now that you're talking about, yeah. it's definitely, like, for a reason. Like, sure. Limbo is exactly where you need to be right now. Yeah, I don't like it, but I'm but like I feel confident in my decision right. to be here. Right, because so. you're deciding to be yeah. here, and I think a lot of times, sometimes you're in limbo just because you have no way out, right. not because you're choosing it, and then you right. have to give it a purpose. Yeah. I don't know, but I then oh, there's almost a third version where it's like, well, can I control this? Like right. where you don't know, and it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's the phase right before you decide to stay in limbo where you have the option yeah to be in limbo and do mm-hmm. you take it or not and how do you decide like should i like like should i me emma should i be spending time in the limbo that i'm in now or is it just hurting me yeah or is it serving a purpose right you know what i mean right i do know what you mean and and i don't have an answer for you <laughs> specifically um <laughs> uh, but i i but i like that's that's a limbo in and of itself right and so you right. just like I'm like in so limbo you, about being in limbo. Yeah, you have to decide Inception. So you, you have to decide like I feel which, like I'm in the movie Inception. It's almost like no matter which version you specifically choose in this situation here, you end up in some sort of limbo right. again, exactly. right? Like like you're in a limbo exactly. to choose your next limbo yes. and whatever you decide that is going like to be. Like I'm then, being faced with two different limbos and which one is going to serve me better? Yeah. They're both going to yeah. hurt me. Which purpose yeah. Do you do you think is more important they for you right both. now? I don't know. You think on that. <laughs> every day I change my mind. Yeah. Like every day, literally every other day. Sometimes it's split down the middle. Like I spend probably 50% of my time, maybe a little less, but probably about 50, yeah. thinking this, this is good for me. Like this mm-hmm. is good for me. And I spend the other 50% crying about it. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Not the first time you've cried over a boy though. No. So. No, not the first time. Not the first time, unfortunately. Oh, man. Well... I will say... I do want to say, though, because we... I've, like... Uh, there are details of my dating life that aren't so vague anymore that, like... Sure. I, I... For the record, this isn't limbo because he is putting me there because he's right. refusing to make a decision. Right. Like... And that is one of the ways that I'm talking about where he's better to me than anyone I've ever been involved yeah. in because he, Cause, yeah. the limbo before this has always been because the guy, it, it's like the guy is waiting for me to give him a good enough reason to get involved mm-hmm. and a hundred percent that is not happening sure. with him right now. 
It's just that, like, we're just not ready for that. Yeah. He's not, I'm not, the relationship isn't. And so, for that reason, it's better because it feels yeah, less like a rejection. Sure. But it's still, I still live in a lot of anxiety. Sure. And yeah. It's fair. That's what limbo is. That's what limbo is. Boo. That's what it's all about. Word. <laughs> all right. That'll do it. <laughs> and once again, I don't feel better. <laughs> this is the worst. I mean, I feel better having like vented about it, yeah. I guess. But once it's again, fine. we come with no answers. We're sorry. If you're listening to this podcast looking for answers, we're sorry. If you want specific advice, we are pretty good at telling you what to do. We really but... are. We really but, uh, are. You know how to get like a hold of us. just like general advice, not happening. We'll do an we we will do an advice episode soon. We'll just yeah. So hit us hit us up with your questions. Of, yeah. Yeah, the questions. All right. <sighs> I'm it. Emma and I'm Alyssa and you've been singled, singled out. out. Hey, it's me here to tell you all of the ways you can find and contact the Singled Out Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Singled Out Podcast. Like us on Facebook, the Singled Out Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Singled Out. Email us at wearesingledout at gmail.com. Find us online at realtalkproductions.squarespace.com and follow your hosts, Emma and Alyssa, on Instagram at the Emma Millet and at danger underscore Dale. We love you.